0: Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 66 of the Photography Q&A podcast. This week, I'm going to waffle on about your lens options if you only have an 18-55 kit lens. So that's why the title is Kit Lens Upgrade, Which Lens Should I Buy? As good as the kit lens is, it's not what you need to produce professional images. You need to take the next step and buy a second lens one that has a constant aperture, that doesn't change when you zoom in or zoom out. I will cover Canon, Nikon and Sony for the models and the prices of the lenses that I'm gonna suggest to you. The Canon and the Nikon models are DSLRs and the Sony is a mirrorless because they've not made DSLRs for a long time. So the first lens I'm gonna suggest is the 50mm f1.8. If you're on a tight budget, the 50 one8 is the way to go. You'll get tack sharp images and be able to produce professional quality photographs. They're beautiful little lenses. They really do produce good pictures. This is one of the three models that I picked out and is the only prime lens amongst them. The other two obviously then are zooms. Starting out with a 50mm lens is a great way to master your camera. Being able to use a lens that opens up to f1.8 will allow you to shoot indoors in low light without the need for any flash, which is a bonus when you're just starting out. The difference between consumer and pro lenses is the amount of light that they let in. The 51.8 lets in an awful lot compared with the standard kit lens that you've got on your camera right now. If you started shooting family portraits with a 50mm lens, you'll be able to get about 95% of the shots that you want. Meaning you won't be able to get some of the large groups into the frame because you can't go back far enough basically to fit them in. You can get around this problem by keeping the width of a group as you're taking a picture as small as possible by staggering people a little bit instead of the old-fashioned stand them in a line. So you can get around this if you're creative. Sometimes it's just not possible. So this is where you can either buy a... Like my daughter did, she shoots Canon. She bought a... Well, I bought a 24mm a pancake lens, just a cheap little things, and she only used it i say probably 5% of the time on shoots, not even that, most of the time, um, but it worked great for her because she didn't have a kit lens. But if you've got a kit lens, you can just use your kit lens just for those wide groups, and you set it at 18 millimeters or, say, about 24 millimeters, and uh, you'll be able to get those shots. And it only takes a few seconds to change a lens to take a shot and then change it back and put your 50 back on. There's nothing to it. You get used to it really quickly. The 51.8 is easily the best bang for your buck. If you shoot Sony, the 51.8 will cost you $248. That's of July 2022. So if you're listening to this later and it's $600, don't blame me. Blame Sony. So Sony's 51.8 will cost you $248. The Nikon version, they charge that out at 216 and Canon is the cheapest at $125, which is an absolute bargain. Nikons used to be comparative to Canon, but they seem to have jumped up a little bit. Maybe they've changed it a little bit, changed the spec. Okay, so the next lens I'm going to suggest, which I've never used. I haven't used this lens, but I know lots of people do. And it is the 24-105, to 105mm 105, 105 lens, and it's an F4 lens. And this type of zoom is available from all three, Sony, Nikon and Canon. They all have their own versions of it. It was a kit lens for a short while on some of the mid-range cameras for Canon and Nikon, I believe. It was an option. You could either get it with the 18-55 or the 24-105. to now, its widest aperture is f4, and that means it won't be good for shooting in low-light situations. It'll be okay. You can crank your ISO up to compensate a little bit, but then you're going to get really grainy images. But pair this lens with a speed light flash, and you can shoot absolutely anything, anywhere. Don't be put off this lens because you've got to learn how to use a flash. It's really easy to use a flash. Without a flash, I would not recommend this lens because the f4 aperture is uh, it's a... Uh, bit of a deal breaker when you shoot in pro they're still good if you use it's excellent if you're using it with a flash but otherwise you're limited now Nikon is the most expensive one at $2,100 for this lens Sony is next at $1,400 and the cheapest is Canon at $1,300 so Canon are the cheapest on the first two lenses there so that's good well it's good if you like Canon I do so now Remember with this lens, say if you were shooting Canon, you paid 1300 bucks, you need, if you don't already have a flash, you need to add say another $100 on for a flash and you'd be good to go. If you learn how to use a flash, which is so, so easy. Once you set it up and you remember the setting, you're good to go. Now, the third lens I'm gonna suggest is the full pro lens. It's a 24 to 70 F 2.8. This is the best quality lens of the three models. The aperture of f2.8 is going to allow you to shoot in dimly lit situations, but not to the same level as the 50 1.8. The image quality is sharper than the 24-105, to 105. And the 24 to 70 focal range is perfect for portraits and weddings. When I started shooting weddings, I didn't use a flash, I used the available light. My lenses were the 50 1.4, which is slightly better than the 1.8, and the 24 to 70 2.8 zoom. The 24 to 70 was used at these weddings until the dancing started and it, the room got dimmer. That's when I brought out the 50 millimeter 1.4. Uh, which was great in shooting in almost pitch black rooms. It was amazing. The results were okay, but after two weddings, I got myself a flash, and all I used then for a wedding was the 24-70, and occasionally I would use my 70-200 if there was a different setup outside that I needed, but it was rarely used compared with the 24-70. Now, I shoot Canon, and I bought this lens in 2006, I think, so that's 16 years ago and it has been absolutely faultless. It's bulletproof. It's built like a tank. The downside is it does weigh as probably almost as much as a tank, but it is a beautiful lens. It's just great to use. I love it. It's a little bit of a heavy setup with the flash on top and the lens and a good-sized body, but it's I love the lens. Well, You can probably tell the way I'm glowing and bloating on about it. Nikon sells this lens for 2100 which is the same price that they offer the 24 to 105 f4 for, which that one sounds like a little bit overpriced, and the 24 70 is an excellent lens. Sony sells it for $2,000, and Canon sells it for $1,900, and it is worth every penny. You will not regret buying it. When you put a professional lens on your lower-level body or entry-level body, you're going to be blown away by how much faster the autofocus is. Because these lenses are well they're professional lenses, so it's it's amazing then when you move up to a good body as well, a professional body to match a professional lens, it's hard to believe that the autofocus is actually doing anything because it's just instantaneous it's faster than you can react to now I've only picked out three lenses, and as you know, there are hundreds of lenses out there third party manufacturers like Sigma and Tamron produce amazing lenses too, all of these ranges the fifty the 24 to 105 and the 24 to 70 are also offered by Sigma and Tamron and they are excellent lenses as well the Sigma especially the art lenses ART art are beautiful beautiful lenses for your second lens you need one that will allow you to shoot almost everything you need it to do you don't want to get something that only does 50% of the job for you you need something that is going to do like I said, with most of these lenses, 95% of what you need. And if you have to use another lens, just carry a 50 with you, or yeah, just basically a 50 millimeter with you. If you buy the 50, you're going to need a 24 to go with you, which you can still use your kit lens, but you've got to decide what is the best. Even though you don't agree with what I've said about these three lenses, which I, I think you're crazy if you don't listen to me, but there are lots of lenses out there, you've just got to Really look into it, choose the focal range, like the length of the lens at 24 to 70, a 50, a 85 even. What I've just told you to get here is not going to be any use if you want to shoot sport, you're going to need long lenses. So you might need a, a 100 to 400, a 70 to 200, or even, you know. Bigger, two hundred to five hundred. You're going to pay a lot more money for these things. But if you're shooting sports, you need something like that. You can't get away with a fifty millimeter lens. Whatever you decide that you're going to shoot, decide on a focal range and read and listen to every review you can listen to on YouTube or podcasts or just read reviews and online magazines because you've got to educate yourself before you spend this kind of money. Don't forget that buying used is also an option. Make sure you buy from a dealer with a good track record. The good dealers check out used equipment and they rate them. Andorama, B&H, KEH, they're all three of those are excellent to buy used equipment through. They check the equipment and they rate them. And the big thing is they offer a guarantee. So in 20 days, you think yeah, it's not so good. You can ship it back to them and get your money back and then get something else from them. Buying used from private sellers is a dangerous, dangerous way to go, even if you know the person. People palm off crap equipment all the time. And it's more important because you're going to be buying, you know, a $2,000 lens that maybe is five, six years old, and you're getting it for nine, 800 a $1,000. It's a lot of money to be gambling with, which is what you're doing. So buy from a decent dealer and get that guarantee. All right, if you're thinking about upgrading your kit lens, I hope you found this helpful. That's it for this episode. If you have any questions, you can find me in the Facebook group or on Instagram where I post every day. Links are in the show notes to both of those things. Okay, have a great week. I'll uh, be back next week with more Waffle. Bye for now.